necessary, so let them fumble about outside and stay calm. This is simply the beginning. I thought I told all of you I want radio silence until further... I'm sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on a bulletin board. But whilst Tony and Marco and his friend here, I figured you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. How does he know so much about this? Very kind of you. As you are out of mysterious party crash. You are most troublesome. For a security guard. Eh, sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Hey, Who are you then? Just a fly in the ointment, Hans. A monkey in a wrench. Pain in the ass. Check on all the others. Don't use the radio. See if he's lying about Marco and find out if anyone else is missing. Mr. Mystery Guest. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open the front door for me. You have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture. This is John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Where does that rank? Where does that rank in your pantheon of holiday movies for it, you it, it doesn't register it's not a christmas movie in your mind yeah i just you're so I, wrong about that i have uh i don't know let's see 10 probably 10 to 12 christmas movies that i watch if i don't watch them every year i watch them at least once every three years okay and the, the movies that don't make that rotation to me are just not it's and die hard's not in that list no it's a classic I like Die Hard. It's a great I like, movie. I like Die Hard. It's got very little to do with Christmas. It's almost like, see, the thing is, like for me, it's Christmas is the background of that. Yes, it's it's not really. It's a holiday party. It's a Christmas party. That's where it takes place. It takes place at an office. But it's Christmas very party. much the background. It's got little to do with with Christmas. You know what I mean? With what Christmas is? Yes. yes. Although there is a little bit of the so family. So like the Christmas season forgive... is not defined okay. to me by Die Hard. You don't think there's uh, elements of forgiveness between the husband and the wife and him rescuing her and he hasn't seen her and and uh, ah, it's an that... action movie. It could take place. Any no, they have a strained marriage. There's the definitely a and... there's definitely a emotional element between those two. I would go so far as like, even like Gremlins. You don't to me, feel the holiday a... spirit with that cop. That was on Family Matters. Reginald, Reginald the Johnson. Johnson. Come What's on, guy's name? that guy. That's got the weirdest name. I don't know. Reginald, Reginald Val Johnson. Val Johnson. <laughs> Val Johnson is one word. Yes, Val but Johnson. But the J is capitalized. Val Johnson. Val Johnson. Right. Yeah, like, I like that it. is not a word. 
I like it. It's I like do Val think, Kilmer, uh, but Val Johnson. I do think that Alan Rickman will go down as one of the guys that just was so underutilized He's as so a bad good. guy. He is so good. He was amazing in Die Hard. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. He's one of the all-time best villains ever. Th- there's no reason why there's not ten movies where he is, you know, the all-time villain. Well, I guess if you, Harry up, Potter. if you add up the yeah. eight Harry Potters <laughs> and Die Hard, he's at nine. There you there go. You go. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to episode 139 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, the pre-Christmas episode. We're one week away from the Is this the pre No, we got one more. Yeah. We'll have one more. Next week is the pre-Christmas episode. Yes. Right, right. But we're not going to, by the time we get to the next one, it'll be post-Christmas. So. Yes. Yes. Next week week we got one more before. Well, that's why I gave you Die Hard. It's the the most uh, clearly close- uh, yeah, say, like, even like to be Gremlins doesn't is it a Christmas movie? Even though it's Christmas, it's the the movie is not about literally Christmas. that girl's father like died National Lampoon's trying to come down. That's the darkest thing in the world. Is about National Lampoon's vacation is about Christmas. That's it is best. centered around Christmas. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> I love that for movie. sure. I a love Christmas it. story. It's incredible. That's a Christmas <laughs> movie. You know Just I mean? shoot your eye out, kid. That kid, Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra. Uh, Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra. <laughs> the guy who got his uh, tongue stuck to the flagpole. Uh, Flick. Flick. Grew up to be a porn star. No, really? Yes. He is an adult and then became an adult film star producer. And now is like got out of that and writes books or something about the fact that he was Flick once. Yeah. That, but, uh, that's yeah, a yeah. Christmas Fragile. Movie. It's Italian. It's We've a wonderful that. life. Yeah. That's uh, a Christmas Very movie. much so. Elf. Elf is a Christmas movie. Hundred percent. I'll tell you one that teeters on there that that falls into mine, but mm. I don't know for everyone is Serendipity. John yeah, Cusick. I like that movie. It's a much more of a rom com. But, but for again, me I could agree. It's not necessarily a Christmas no. movie, although I do I, watch it around the holidays. Yeah, because it's in New York City, you know. But is New what York about the Sleepless in Seattle? Not Christmas for me. Although I probably haven't seen that since the year it came. Uh, I, mean, I think I watched that one time. It is 100% a Christmas movie, okay. man. Sleepless in Seattle, like the whole premise of it. Uh, remember, she's got this boyfriend, Walter, and they go to the holiday, uh, his family's house, and she I, listens I to remember. the broadcast, and then they meet on New Year's Eve at the thing, but like all the plotting happens. It's it's a holiday movie. That that definitely is a different subcategory of ones yes. that stretch to where New Year's. It's in the background. Where it's But Christmas what? and New Year's. Okay. You know what I mean? There's, It's not just Christmas and nothing. It's Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I would count that, though. Yeah, all right. Well, I got some uh, I got some good ones for you for this uh, episode of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. And uh, I'm going to start you off with a random question about mushrooms, because why not? Mm. You ready? Yeah, what kind of mushrooms? Age, mm. size, or color, Nick? What differentiates cremini, white, and portobello mushrooms? Only one of those three. Differentiates. Right, well, this them. this is my wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse because I happen to be a big fan love mushrooms. of crimini mushrooms. Great, I love them, and I also happen to know that when you buy baby Bellas, you are buying crimini mushrooms. So give me those choices one more time: age, size, or color. What differentiates wow. those three well, types? Well, baby. Could be age or size, but just knowing what portobellos look like versus what crimeenies look like, I'm going to go with size. It's age. Uh, so the only difference between white mushrooms, cremini mushrooms, and portobello. I don't know from white mushrooms. Is that but, like those button mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's right. the, the, the simple thing. It's just how big they got. So basically when they're, you know, uh, the, the age of the mushroom determines what it's called. 
So the portobellos are the most mature right. because it takes the longest the babies to raise. Are the crimines are younger and the whites yep. are the youngest. But you could have whites and baby uh, and and crimines that are exactly they the do same look the size. same. They they look the same. The whites and the but the whites the baby, are the are harvested faster, so they're cheaper to produce and thus yeah, they cost less. Cost less. Yeah. Right. And portobellos, of course. Yeah, because a expensive. white button mushroom looks like a crimini mushroom. It's just not. It hasn't turned that color yet. Correct. All right, so there you go. But you're pretty much all over it. And honestly, I might have to revise that question because I don't know that I want to have age and size together. Yeah. I think because they're a little bit too yeah, throw uh, something controversial. Else yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Smell. <laughs> Let people go with that. Psychedelic effects. What separates those three? All right, let's see if you uh, know this one here. Who is the youngest Time Magazine person of the year? Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Now the youngest Time Magazine. Did you see Trump already tweeted something at her? It, it might be my favorite thing he's ever done. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point, anybody else would back off and say congratulations to a young girl who has a lot of passion, nah. who's made a big impact nah. on... Do you have the quote in front of you, actually? I mean, it, it is tremendous that he would double down <laughs> in this manner. It, it's just... It's remarkable. Anybody else would say, you know what I should do? I should I talk should. about how much impact this young girl has had in such a short amount of time towards such an important, important topic that people should really focus on. No, he's like, she should work on her anger management. <laughs> he said and she, does he say go get a soda and and, and hit the movies or something? It's like it's it's so yeah, something like it's that. Something like and, and I think she changed he her goes, Twitter thing. Per, but he's like he's like person of the year, horrible. <laughs> she needs to work on her anger management, and she should like go out with some friends for chill a pizza out, and relax. Get, yeah, and it says chill out, Greta. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. I really don't even know what to say. I'm at an absolute loss. Besides uh, the Boy Scout speech, that is my favorite. I think it's my favorite Trump thing he ever did, which is to double down. He is a man who does not know how to say I'm sorry. That That's for sure. Does not know how to say I'm sorry. <laughs> he, is, he is assuredly never said. I'm having I'm having trouble like wading through all this in pieces. Yeah, yeah. So no, it, I, I think I think quote. we I think we got it. I, I mean, I think we I think we pretty much got it. Oh my lord! I don't even know. It what was to close say. enough. What we you know, doing. as I scroll through the president's feed, I got like, here's a you know a UFC tweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> here's like, you know, Reagan in the '80s. Like 17 different Fox News anchors. Oh, oh yeah, you're all, you're uh, actually just, on his Twitter trying well, to. Well, I'm trying him. to find this. It's a it's a nightmare. I can tell you this: he does not think he's guilty. If you look through his own Twitter, uh, he's pretty sure he's not. All right, here we go. I got you. Ready? What you got? Trump attacked 16 year old environmental activist Greta Thunberg on <laughs> of Thursday he did. for being named. Well, he's Time gone after the Pope. Of the he's gone now, after way, basically this is, everybody. This is this is from David Jackson. Okay, from the USA Today. So. Okay. Reasonable. This is his take, okay? So ridiculous, Trump said on Twitter. Greta must work on her anger management problem. Then go to an old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill. <laughs> wow. You're president, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I don't even know what to say. 
I really don't. That's just. Did you hear uh, Hillary Ooh. on Howard? I, I am gonna sit down and, and digest the whole thing. I heard you didn't. You didn't do I it. I heard three. Se- I heard it three times in separate parts, but I, I had to do the same thing. It's I very haven't long. pieced it. It's like two hours. I haven't pieced it all together right, yet. We'll talk about it once you've pieced it all. Yeah, together. but it's it's definitely very interesting. I don't want to talk about it on the air anyway. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna lead to nothing but bad. Uh, uh. Politi- <laughs> politics and quizzo should just never be discussed. All right. People there was want... some trivia in there, though. Yeah. Oh, trivia. From a trivia standpoint, we can talk about it all day long. That's a different story. Uh, I'll give you something that's slightly related to our U.S. government. Um, sim- slightly. Uh, Nick, what is the minimum height to serve as a male in the United States Armed Forces? Four foot ten, five foot even, or five foot two? Five foot even. Five foot even. Mm. Right in the middle. Got to be five foot, son. Yes, you think people were like cutting their shins off to try to avoid service, or you're like, you know? No, I don't think so. Nah. I think you'd rather serve than cut your shins off and be four foot eleven. Yo, <laughs> weren't you taller? What happened to that Bagel Boss guy? Remember, he was oh, yeah. all the rage for like a, a four month. Four foot eleven. Oh, he was supposed to fight. Uh, Five foot, four foot eleven. He was three quarters. Supposed to fight Lenny Dykstra, right? And, and then, then Lenny it, Dykstra pulled out, and then it, he was going to fight Screech. Screech, and then he didn't show. He up. He didn't show, but Screech did. And that was Street the end of it. Just fought like a group of homeless people from the streets of Atlantic <laughs> City that night. Fantastic. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, Good for you, Screech. Earn that money. Okay, what journalist for several years was the son-in-law to Kurt Vonnegut? What journalist for several years was the son-in-law to yeah, Kurt Vonnegut? I feel like this is a question you would either know or you don't. I Imagine being Kurt Vonnegut's son-in-law. Do you know about, like, Kurt Vonnegut? I mean, this guy, like... Like, he went to, like lunatic, he, right? Oh, no, no. I, I mean, he went to, like, four of the best... Co- like, Cornell, right. University of Chicago. But, like... Went to the war. Like, evil genius. Fought, yeah, like, he got captured at the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, right. Became a best-selling... Writer other of writers. And now you're... Like, that's your father-in-law? Yeah, it's probably a difficult dinner conversation. How do you impress daddy? And especially if you're this guy, it ain't Cooper Anderson. I try to think of a try to think of a. I don't think that's his name. Try to think of a guy who's been married a lot as a journalist. Larry King. Good guess. He's been married more than anybody I could ever think of. It's uh, a good uh, guess. That that's true. true. That that clue leads you right into Larry King. Now. And he's old enough. This guy's younger than Larry King. And I think I think Slaughterhouse Five came out in 1969. Oh, um, this guy married his daughter in 1971, so it was like right at the height of Kurt Vonnegut's. And it's like that's who you're bringing home. Hmm. I don't know. I think if you would, know, I, I think you would have guessed it already. What, what medium? <laughs> I I don't know at the time. I I don't follow this guy's career, but. You know, pretty much like an investigative journalist, I, I would say, would be his. Hmm. It's not that uh, Woody Allen's kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, 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 Ron Burgundy. No, clearly. Not, not that type of journalist. Oh. Hmm. I don't know, man. Geraldo. Okay, yeah, I'll buy Geraldo that. So Geraldo was the son-in-law of Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> she at home some point. Geraldo Rivera. Like yeah, he get... might have dug that. I don't know. I don't think so. No, Kurt Vonnegut no, was I less than think, impressed. I don't, I don't think, think he so. took one look at Geraldo Rivera and was like, uh, 
Although, I mean, again, in 1971, I don't know what Geraldo was up to. Maybe he was much more... Dapper. Was he involved with like the Black Panthers and that type of? Was he very involved him, in that type of I just remember him looking for something about his safe or it like was Al Capone's safe. Vault. And it was like nothing, and it, it was this, the, it was this big TV special. Right, we're gonna unveil they, it. They, they cracked it open live on television. And it was nothing, and it was empty. <laughs> yeah, he was smart enough to empty it. That was a big story back when we were kids. The that was my first impression of Geraldo. So after all, that, I remember, and, and his career did not. I, I met him a dozen times in, in Madison Square Garden. He was frequently yeah, at a... Madison Square Garden. Him and Maury Povich were always in the same corridor section together. Maury was a big smoker. All right, here's my last general knowledge question before we move on to sports, Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. I find this to be very interesting, and I'll be honest, didn't know the answer. The political terms left and right were created in which country? Have a year if you want the clue. I'll say uh, France. You got it. Boom. 1789. You know, literally, it was a divide in their house. The guy got up and decided that everybody that was had this liberal point of view, you go to the left. <laughs> everybody with the conservative point of view, you go to the right. And you sit over there. Fair so enough. When they're shouting at each other and they were all mixed, they couldn't hear each other. So it literally was it's a... It's better to shout across the room. Right. And then back across. Yeah, because if you got one guy and there are differing opinions amongst the crowds, it was hard to hear. So literally, they said... Conservatives to the right, liberals to the left, and forever you are either on the left or the right. Excellent. There you go. Sports. 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 I have great questions in sports today. Okay. I'll start you off with the first state after Nevada to allow sports betting. What was the first state after Nevada to allow sports betting? New Jersey. It's not right. Delaware. Delaware. Delaware got in with those parlay bets, but they're such. No, that no, was Delaware so... got in before Jersey. No, not full. They did, but they didn't. They they got in with this uh, this bill that allowed for these like uh, parlay bets, and then they expanded. No, no, I, Delaware. No, no, Delaware allowed parlay betting before legalized betting in either Jersey or Delaware. Oh, okay, so that's but. And it, but once the Supreme Court ruled, they were ruled, the first to get it. They out. got in like June eighth, and Jersey was later. It's, like it June was bang bang fifteenth. Yeah, a bang bang. But but it's funny. A bang bang. But it's funny because history will remember Jersey as the second. Because Delaware is so yes. insignificant. So insignificant. <laughs> you are our little 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 brother. J- Delaware is our Canada. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. it's kind of like New our, Jersey's Canada. Yeah. Or Mexico. I don't know. It's further south. Um, all right. Let's do sports. I got a good one for you. Um, since you got that was a sports question, technically, although that should have been a save for geography history because it's really both. Um, although it's also both general knowledge. Nick, what team drafted Garrett Cole in the first round of the 2008 Major League Baseball draft? Oh, my gosh. Richest player in baseball history. Really? I think so. It's not just nah, because of those 10 year contracts. What did he get? Nine per year? year, though. He got per Didn't year. Did he the get most? per year the most okay. of any player? Maybe I'm wrong. That's what I, I thought of pitcher. Okay, that's probably what I heard. Richest it's pitcher. Probably richest pitching contract in history. But you're right; that would make sense. All right. Because uh, by yeah, the way, I yeah, because that. Um, I think I called that on this podcast like six uh, times. It's either Trout or him, right? Right? Because Trout go. had the record going into sure, sure. Because he got more than Bryce Harper. Who drafted Garrett Cole? All right. I'm pretty sure I know this. This poor franchise. I 
I wouldn't turn my back. I mean, I've stuck with the Wilpon with Wilpon and the Mets for this long, and I think I'm getting. Bought. I think a hedge fund guy finally is buying the Mets. Nice. So I might get saved from those clowns. Can I would he, can not he buy the Jets next. I would not bail on any of my teams. I I, I bailed on the Jets as an eight year old. Smart move. And I, I, I think of I, smart I, I think I made a smart move there. Packers. Yeah, I think so. But I would bail. If I if I if I had I this made team an equal, right, I made an equally I smart move bailing on the Mets for the Brewers. By the way, in my opinion, <laughs> as much as I didn't like my history, I like my future. All right, so and we're fun. Is it the Pittsburgh Pirates? It is not. Oh, okay. It they is. Had it is the New York Yankees. The Yankees really? were the first team to draft Garrett Cole. He was drafted three times before he went to college. Went to UCLA. Oh, he was drafted three times. Yeah. Every year he kept getting drafted out of high school because. So the question is the first team. First to draft team, two thousand eight. So the Pirates of, drafted him the third time. Third time. Okay. Yep. Then the Angels the second time. Then the Pirates. But the Yankees were the first team to ever scout and draft him, and they couldn't. Well, the uh, Pirates were the first to sign him. Yes. Yes. Pirates were the first to sign him. And the Pirates have had a lot of talent walk right out their door because. <laughs> They're not spending any money, it's, even though right. they're making money. But it's kind of funny because I think the Yankees are going to point to that. We were the ones who identified him first. We drafted him earlier than anybody else. Now he's coming home. Well, <laughs> what, what round was he drafted in? The... First round. Picked by the Yankees? Tw- by the Yankees. Yep, 2008 draft. Picked 28 in the first round. I'm New surprised Yankees. you would take a guy in the first round that he was wasn't a hi- he was a high school, coming out. He was a high school phenom, and they were going to convince him uh, to come out with money, but he didn't. He went to UCLA. And every year, he kept getting drafted out of UCLA. So they kept saying, come out, come out, come out, come out. I think we've talked about this before. Like, if you're a pitcher, it makes sense to go to college. Because, sure, because you're just going to be pitching, in the minor leagues. Right. Wasting your time right, there. But if for, you're a hitter, you need at-bats. Right. And so you need to if be, you're a pitcher, you need, you need to keep your arm. Right. You can only pitch once every five days anyway, so it's not like you can get more. You can't pitch more. No. But in baseball, you, need, you should be playing you every more day. Games. And you need you need the time. On, you know, you Correct. Need to work you're 100% right. So, but I think that's interesting that the Yankees were the first team to draft him. Now they're bringing him back. Yeah, well, you know, the Yankees opening up the bank. Desperation move by oh, them. I mean, but we called that so long ago. It was so clear. They were just, they feel they're that guy away from going over the top. Yeah, were they the favorites to win the World Series going into last season? I don't remember. I think they might have been. That was well, now they're the one favorites. of four teams. Now they they're should. the favorites. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they were the favorites, I think. Well, I guess it's hard to say because Vegas does put in the fact that they're going to get guys into the number. So I think they were the favorites before they even got them. They, they then more. they got them. Now they're definitely the I favorites. still think they're another pitcher away. I think they need another guy in that rotation to really solidify them. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I just, the pants, I, I, the, I'm of the opinion there. that you get this big contract, you're done. Like, there's no way this guy's going to pitch. How old is he? 29. Yeah. On a nine-year deal yeah, that he can opt out of after five. So you're guaranteed. Five. No, no, you're guaranteed you're screwed for four years. You oh, for sure. Because after the five, he's either going to opt out or you got a bad deal and you got him for four more years. Well, That's if, why these deals are horrible. Right. And they're no trade. But the opt-out would be fine, I think, in the Yankees' mind. because. But he's only, you understand, he's only going to opt out if, if his deal his is not good for him. If his deal is good for him, they got him for nine. Yeah, but you don't know if at the time where he decides to opt out five years from now, if his deal will be good for him or not good for him. In other words, he might think it's good for him. Somebody else might sign him to another uh, big deal, 
and then he might which fall apart at that Yan- stage, right, what, which uh, would bail out uh, the which Yankees. Which would bail out the Yankees. Or they're stuck with four years but of terrible But either way, deal. right. Well, but here's the thing. Can they get four years of peak no. what, what we saw? No, there's no way. Well, then, that's, then it's a bad deal. First of all, there's no chance because now you're going to New York – and you got all that pressure. Whole other animal. And you got all that money. Whole other animal. And you got animal. all that. I mean, this guy has been in, in obscurity. Pittsburgh and Houston. And as much as Houston is a national team right now, the, the Houston media versus what you're going to face. Plus, he's already been to the days. mountaintop. He's won World Series. So he doesn't need that on his resume to be validated. What validates him is the money now. So he, if he's got a hired gun mentality, you don't necessarily have a guy that's going to be focused and Did he win? dedicated. Oh, no. Well, didn't they was won he a with them years two years ago? ago? I don't think he was on that team. Well, then there you go. Well, that's a different look, story. You could look at, look that up, but I thought they got him. I thought he was on that team. Maybe I I'm co- wrong. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. All right, you got a sports trivia question? I do. But I have one more great first, one. I want to see uh, if uh, Garrett Cole was on that team. Uh, was Garrett Cole? No, 2018. So there you go. Astros, 2018-2019. So he doesn't have a title. He hasn't been to the mountaintop. Okay. He well, was on it. He was a uh, – he actually blew it. <laughs> he was – You blew it. He <laughs> fell down the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. He did strike out like 340 batters this year. It's a crazy amount. All right. Well, let's see what the Yankees got. I'll be interested. I'm going to go watch him next year. I'll be sure to make sure when we pick I games out. I think you might start. get two years of him in his prime. Okay. And then – I think know, they settle for three, and then they'll deal with it. I, I think – I think they. Uh, now, how old's Verlander? Isn't he like thirty-seven? Is he thirty-seven? Alexa, how old is Justin Verlander? I would say thirty-five, but thirty-six. Thirty-six. Sorry, you would say thirty-five. Uh, thirty-seven. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, and he's still going. <laughs> pretty awesome. So, you know, we'll see. If you get if you get seven years of him, you're thrilled. If he's Verlander in seven, seven years, years, I'm saying, but I'm not. saying they're probably looking at Again, Verlander. You're and saying getting maybe. five, and he's either and leaving. If, if you get a good five, you're he's thrilled. leaving. Right. You're getting him for nine, or you'll have to renew that deal. And he'll go even. fifteen and twelve next year. You got him for nine years. It's Cece Sabathia all over again, man. No, you'll be wheeling him out there at thirty-eight <laughs> years old. I love Cece. All right. Uh, you got a My question sir. for me? I got one more great one for you. We're going mo- sports movie here. Not a sports movie, a, a, a athlete in a movie. Okay. Ten points each, an all-time classic in the movie Airplane. <laughs> Who does Kareem Abdul-Jabbar complain about having to play against? Ten points each. There's two <laughs> players he mentions. Yeah. Roger. Roger Murdoch. The kid goes in there and he's like, I know who you are. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's like, I'm Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot of this plane. He's like, no, I got season tickets. Yeah, My dad says you're overrated. What does he know? What does he know? And he goes. Um, mm, Oscar Robertson? Nope. He actually doesn't mention their first names. He, he refers to both of these guys by their last names. How'd, you like, how'd your dad like to drag blank and blank up the court for 48 minutes? Oh, okay. So the teammates of his. No, 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 no. It's opponents. Okay. Um, in the Kareem era, though. 
it's it's hard. One guy I, is really hard. It's a bonus question. The other guy is kind of the the, the guy I would like Bill say. Russell, but that's nah, just early. too early. early. Yeah, so like uh, Lambeer. You, you got you got you got Bob. Not Lambeer. Oh, it's Bob Lanier. Lanier. That's, that's what it. I meant to Lanier say. Lanier. Well, there actually is a Bill Lambeer, yeah, a but I meant right. to say Bob Lanier. Lanier. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So it's it's blank and Lanier. That's what he says. Yeah. Tell your dad to drag blank and Lanier. Walton. Oh, Bill Walton. Bill Walton. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. For some reason, that does register as that Walton being the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walton and Lanier. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to get that. Tough, tough oh, one, very tough, hard. Tough one. All right, this is the best one I've come up with this year. We're ending the year on a high note. We should just stop sports questions after this one. Inspired by one of yours, by the way. All right, Nick. Three of the top 11 worst programs in college football history all share the same nickname. Wow. Okay. Now, I can do this a lot of ways for you. I can just give you that. And see, can you come up with the nickname? Or I can give you a variety of clues. All right, let's start without the clues, but let me ask you this. What is your criteria? So it's all t- winning percentage? So, yeah, it's winning It's winning percentage. Uh, pretty is much, there I a minimum just, number of games? Nothing like that? It, just, it's, um, are they Power 5? Are they? They're all Division 1. Okay, they're Division One. So it's not like a Division Two, you know, school you've never heard of. It's all Division One. I. I think there's 107 Division One programs, and these rank as number eight, nine, and eleven worst winning percentages in program history. Okay, so eleven of the of the eleven. So it's not one, two, and three worst. No, it's eight, nine, and eleven. Eight, nine, and eleven all share the, the same, same nickname. nickname. And then I have one clue that I think is the one I would give you because it's innocuous and it's not going to get you there, but it will help you a little bit with narrowing the field. Let me guess one first without your clue. Sure. Let me guess the Wildcats. It's a good guess. Now, who are your teams that you're well, thinking of? Kentucky. There's was, the first one you're thinking. And, and I know that the Wildcats is the name of the most – you know, I think, like, Eagles, Wildcats have a lot of teams. And, like, Northwestern, so, pretty bad team. Yeah. Uh, they're the Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's not the right answer, though. All right. But, uh, so what's your clue? All right. Uh, so my clue is one of these programs is actually fairly local and much more reputable than it used to be. Yeah, so I was th- – it's funny you say that because I was thinking the Scarlet Knights. No. No, they're – an absolute abomination. Plus, can you name another? Well, that's why three I immediately moved on. Teams. Yeah. I immediately moved on. Yeah. Like the Commodores, I thought of because right. that was like Vandy. These the, yeah, yeah. Like these are teams that just lose a ton of games. Every sure. You know the, but so there. But again, one, again, I couldn't come up one with a local university, not Jersey local, but fairly local, and uh, then the you know, uh, Pirates. No, who are you thinking there? Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Well, they don't they have, have a football, football program. Team. Yeah. Well, when you say fairly local, that, that's just there's not a lot of university colleges. of a New York Jets former head coach. Cavaliers. Oh, he went to Al Gro. That's cute. The last <laughs> New York Jets ex coach. I mean, are you talking uh, a, a former New York Jet head coach? The last former New York Jet head coach. The last former Bulls. Yeah. 
Sleepy Todd Bowles. I don't, I don't, I don't know what university Bowles used to teach at. Gotcha. Oh, he, he used to coach at. He was a player. Oh, he was a player. Yep. Local. He could be there in about an hour. Oh, Temple, the Owls. There you go. Wow, three Owls. Yes. And Don't name your program Owls. So and there are the, the Rice Owls. Okay. The Temple Owls and Florida Atlantic University Owls. Is that FAU right now? FAU. Doesn't there a big coach that coaches there? Yeah, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, they historically, just won a bowl game, right? right? Historically, one of the worst programs in college football history, and he took them FAU is right huh? around. Yeah, the Owls. That was part of the inspiration. I think I would have gotten Rice if you had asked me the, their nickname. I don't think I would you have gotten, gotten it this FAU, way. You ready? Which Three is... of the top 11 worst programs in college football history all share the same bird nickname. No, I don't know that I would have gotten it. Well, there you go. That's that's how I ask it. And then I say, plus 30, name the three colleges, plus 10, name the mascot. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, it gives you a again, ton of chances. Again, and again if I had a, uh, if I had enough time, maybe I could have fig- yeah. figured that out. By narrowing it down to birds, I could start coming up with hawks, owls. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. Come up. Yep. Good one. There's also a new soccer team that's basically uh, Omaha. They're adopting the owl. I want to send them a little message and say, like, maybe you'll be better at this football than the other owls. <laughs> well, Temple turn turn it around yeah, a little bit. That's what I mean, I'm saying. They're, they're, they're a respectable program. No, Rice, totally, totally Rice is no. not. No, it's not very good. No, no, <laughs> no one is ever talking about the Rice football program. No, I just I could always picture like the final score of the Rice game coming up, and there's a fifty, <laughs> but it's not next to Rice. <laughs> it's never next to Rice. <laughs> It's like SMU 68, <laughs> right, Rice, Rice 11. Right. <laughs> How did they get 11? I don't know. It was weird. And they had like, you know, they had two field goals, safeties. All right, geography history for Let's us. do now. it. Okay. Ten points each. Name the two states that border the most other states. Oh, we've asked this before in some fashion or another. Um Name the two states that border the most other states. All right, the first one that pops right into my head is Missouri. You got it. All right, so then I'm I'm in the right, I'm in the right world. Um, I don't remember the other one, but I only remember that one of them was. Is the other one next to Missouri? Is it Tennessee? Yeah, you got it. Okay, so there you go. I was gonna say we were just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we've, right, nice we've done something in that world before, but I remember I didn't get it the first time, so I don't take credit for that. That's just something oh, that sorry, I remember. You got it that time. Hey, I'll take it. Um, all right, this is a good one. Which two U.S. states joined together in 1889 as the 39th and 40th states, respectively? These two states joined, joined together. at the same time? Same time. Same act. And what year? 1889, 39th and 40th states, respectively. Hmm. An interesting story behind it. Yeah, I, I, I would like to say, and I know that this is wrong, is Arizona and, and New Mexico, but I know that that's not right. They just seem like two states that would join together at that time, but they were much, they were later. They were, I, I know Arizona was 48th. So, going to go in that part of the world, though. Total guess. Colorado and Utah. Good guess, but wrong. 
Dakotas, North and oh. South Dakota, joined as the twin states. Here's red what's po- interesting. Red part, of the, red part of the world. I just should have gone north. People are like, which one came first? The president wouldn't tell anybody. He said they're twins. They don't. No one's going to know which one came into the world first. They're coming as a Shit. as a package deal. It's okay. That frustrates me. All right, I got another bonus. Trust me, if you would have asked it to me, I would not have gotten it. I'd have been. Well, just the I'd fact that they're north and south joined it together. Yeah, that's what just, I figured. That's and and instead, I just I had no idea, and I just took an absolute random guess. Well, sometimes when your head's not in that space, you know what and I was thinking not... of the four corners. Sure. And I was thinking like because th- the way that those come together, it's like you you announce. You figure they would come in together because of the borders are so like you know so like they they had a border like that or something. I don't know. It's just a horrible guess. All right. Go for this one. Another shot at bonus points. Woo-hoo. What two countries have won the most Oscars for best foreign language film? Mm. Ten points each. What two countries have won the most Oscars for best foreign language film? Wales. I don't know what they s- I'm just kidding. It's a <laughs> shout out to language. Coach. Yeah, it's a I foreign know, language. It is. <laughs> Ever heard of shout Welshman out to speak? Mumford and Sons. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I've heard of Welshman speak. <laughs> I mean, I understand it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I mean, I understand it. I live next to this uh, guy who's Scottish. Yeah. And I live next to him. You don't have a gong or nothing. <laughs> I live with him for a couple of years. live next to him for a couple of years. And uh, he's married to a you know, woman from the United States. I still, after two years of living next to this guy, have no idea what his name was. <laughs> Dude, I would be like, It's Hungerson. <laughs> Like, oh, how do you spell I mean, it? Hunter, <laughs> his name was something like Harrison Cologio. But I could never oh, call man. him by his name because I'm like, hey, how are you? Cologio. He'd be like, you know, remember when Scotland was voting to leave the UK? Sure. It was during this time. Yeah, they I were, they were very time. upset that that's. That so I had countless conversations with them over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I also have a bar that's around the corner from my house. Right. I mean, this guy was a fixture. I don't think he worked. Uh, she was a teacher. Right. She so was he just lived there. off her and just think, yeah, spends his days at the corner the bar. Work. Yeah. He was a fixture. I just go over to this corner bar. Never stopped talking. I gave an Irish accent to a Scot- the Scottish guy. I can't guy, tell you a word this guy is I have no saying. idea. Uh, they don't probably want to understand <laughs> Americans very well either. I understand. Know about that. Yeah, if there was somebody from goes, Tennessee. You think it goes? I've met some people from Bristol, Virginia. You would not understand what language they're speaking. That is one spot in the country. Want to go down to uh, New Orleans? You want to talk to some folks down in the Twelfth Ward and see if you can understand? Twelfth Ward? Is that even a place? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Don't they have parishes? Down parish, there? Twelfth Parish. That's okay. something that Twelfth Parish. The Twelfth Ward. Parish, Twelfth Parish. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's a like the Cajun language is a very complicated sound to hear. You can't understand it necessarily. Plenty of places in this country. Um, all right. This is my best geography history question. You didn't question. answer. I didn't Sorry. answer the question. I just went right Best foreign language. You're right. I skipped two uh, countries. To France? France, number two. Got to figure. Everybody's all geeky about the French. I don't think this was going to be an easy question. Number honestly. one, uh, India? No, it's incorrect. Because uh, Bollywood, I figured maybe there was just so much getting over here uh, that we didn't even know. Three and four have won four each. France has 12. This country's won 14. Ooh. So it's actually not even close, these two. Hmm. Foreign language films besides France. Italy. You got it. Yeah. 
14. I was like, wait, culture, culture, culture. As I'm buncing around the Japan countries. Japan has like, four. Okay. And Mexico. Ah, good for Mexico. I wouldn't have guessed them in, in that list. But uh, for water, for chocolate, that, that was Mexican. That made Chocolat? Chocolat. It's French. No, no, no. Uh, water for chocolate. For water for chocolate. It's a different I don't difference. know that one. No, definitely Mexican. Your mom took you there. Yes. <laughs> Your mom took you to see that one. Uh-huh. Don't remind me. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, all right, great one. Uh, I'm glad I got one at least. Uh, this is this is my gem of this quiz. Nick, what Eastern U.S. state is number 44 overall in education? That combines K through 12 and higher education, but is number one, number one in total hot dog consumption in the United States. U.S. state, Eastern U.S. state, Eastern U.S. state, number. 44 in education, but number one by such a wide margin of hot dog consumption. I have now pinpointed what's wrong with this uh, state, uh, it, and this is where I'm is starting. Is it per capita? It, it is. Or is it total hot dogs? I, I believe, like, in other words, are they eating more hot dogs than California and Texas? Yes. Wow. They're eating more total, not per capita. Total. The most total consumed hot dogs in the United States, not per capita. It's just, it's, it's got to be Florida. Then. It's West Virginia. It, they can't be eating more hot dogs than in, it, there's so many more people in California than I, in West Virginia. It's got to be per capita. The stat that I read, and I will get clarity on this, maybe it's it is be. per capita. It's got to be. I read that they consume the most total hot dogs in the United States in the state of West Virginia. The real thing I've just realized, too, is there's six states that just end themselves. Do you know why? Because <laughs> I mean, West cause Virginia is 44th. Because they do have a, a couple of decent universities. Marshall and West Virginia University pull up their miserable rankings. But really? they're like 48th in K-12. through so all they've got hanging on is Alabama and Mississippi, mm. you know, and they're 43rd in. So what's going on with that? I'll tell you, last time I was in West Virginia, I guarantee I did have a hot dog. Well, here's <laughs> all I know. Hot dogs are not good for you. <laughs> no. OK, and it's not exactly brain. If food. you got a state that's eating and absorbent whatever it is that we've determined, whether it's most total or just per capita, either way, Let's it's bring, not a bring good... down the hot dog eating a little bit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Mix in a hamburger, some chicken. Let's get Chick Fil A out there. See, see if we can make. Where did a you come across this? I I, this I I saw this statistic and I immediately thought they're the number one state in eating hot dogs. Where do they rank in education? That's the first thing that came to my head. Yeah, I I would have had them down at 40, 48 education. Forty four. Forty four. According to U.S. News and World Reports, two thousand eighteen. Overachieving. Good for them. Correcting things, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Entertainment? Sounds good to me. Ready to entertain. All right. As a child, John Mayer was inspired to play guitar because of what film? As a child, John Mayer was inspired to play guitar because of what film? Because of what film? Yeah, you saw this movie and wanted to play the guitar. Yeah, that's a, that's a fascinating question. Um, one that I do not know the answer. Because well, think I about how old John Mayer is. That's what I'm trying to do. That's immediately that's what I'm trying first, to do. First move. He's a 
about our age, isn't he? He is right at our age. He's, he's a year older than us. Okay, there you go. So yeah. right, right in that right. same... So I'm trying to think, what movie would have inspired me to play guitar at a young age? It was like Richie Valens, uh, La Bamba, you know, comes to mind, but it had nothing really with guitar in it. Um, Good. Was he at that Fish concert with B.B. King? <laughs> that, that was some inspiration. <laughs> And they wheeled BB King that on stage. That inspired me to eat a hot dog. <laughs> the only time I ever <laughs> ate a hot dog at a fish concert. Oh man. Um, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Johnny Cash, way too late. So anything we did would have been young. Any like biopics or you know movies he would have seen at a young age would have been like. It's not that. It's not a biopic. So you're right. It's it's. it's it's a movie, pop culture movie from 80s. our childhood. Um, yeah. But did have a, a decidedly musical scene. Scene. Okay, so it's a specific well, scene that kind of yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say. I mean, it's not that it's it's a scene. I, I would I would assume going back to this, it was a certain scene that. That probably did it. Not the not the entire film. The entire film is not wrapped around. It's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like the twist and shout scene. I don't not know. a guitar there's, though. No, there's nothing guitar related. Uh, but maybe he just wanted to play along to that because it was fun. That was a fun scene. It's a fun scene. It's um, my favorite parade. That's for sure. I hate parades. Oh, I love when they're all coming down the parade. steps, and then you got the construction workers, and they go. I can see that's a way to cap a day day off of school. There, it is. It is. Man, you know, nothing really shoots out at me at all. I'm sure I've seen it, and I'm sure you know. I think you'll have to throw some clues at me to to kind of lead me there because I'm just I'm I'm in a canvas of blank. Give me an actor; it doesn't have to be the lead. The oh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Hundred percent. Marty McFly playing that guitar with uh, Marvin. Yeah, yeah. That should have been. That should have. Hundred percent. Never would have thought of that though. That was not in that. <laughs> no, was it? You weren't, you weren't leaving No, there? but you're right. He does, like, the rip the guitar. That he rips that guitar. The guitar. And then at the end of the movie. Yeah, the Pitheads. That's Marty McFly's band. When they, when they auditioned, you know who they're auditioning in front of? No, I don't remember. Huey Lewis. Oh, really? Huey Lewis is the judge of the high school musical talent, and Marty's band opens up with the riff for Power of Love right okay. in front of him. Wow. Cool. He goes, hey, we're the Pitheads. And they start playing Power of Love, and Huey Lewis is, like, next into a microphone. <laughs> He's wearing glasses and this like really oh, that's funny old thing. Uh, all right, we ready for entertainment? That was entertainment. Yeah, I'm saying my entertainment. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm saying, are we ready, kids, for entertainment? All right, this is so great. All right, what film franchise once aired a holiday special in 1978 featuring B. Arthur as a singing cantina bartender, Nick? This is a film franchise? Yes, or just what a franchise? film franchise had a once aired, it was on the air once. It's never been seen again. They will not put it back out. Okay, a once aired <laughs> holiday special in 1978, which featured B. Arthur as a singing at Cantina bartender. Do people like B. Arthur? I hope so. 
I'm not sure that they do. <laughs> He's wonderful. I don't know why you would say that. Uh, for some reason, I think that there's mixed feelings about feelings him. about B. Arthur. Mm. Like, for instance, this question: Does this paint B. Arthur in a good light, or is this painting B. Arthur in a bad light? I just know that this the visual <laughs> I mean, of this the visual never, of this is very and very it's never funny been to seen me. again. No. And what year was it? 1978. It, it, See, if it was a TV franchise, I'd have Mm-mm. multiple guesses at this. Mm-mm. But a film franchise, uh-huh. there just wasn't a lot of film franchises back in by the, the 1970s. I mean, you go to the movies, you had to go to the movies. No, there, that's there the best part. There wasn't right, home so box office. You ready for the clue? You ready for the clue? I'll give you a clue. At the time that the special was released, it was not yet a franchise. Only one had been made. All right. Well, the year lines up, but nothing else does. <laughs> but I, I I know that the first one was released in 1977. All right. So I will say Star Wars. Yes. What? Yes, Nick. <laughs> the Star Wars Christmas holiday special aired one time. Oh, gosh. It featured Princess Leia singing holiday songs. And it featured B. Arthur as a bartender in that cantina scene, you know, you know, yes, the, the, the cantina. Yeah, singing holiday songs and flirting with an alien, allegedly. And we can't see that. Well, no, <laughs> that's not on Disney Plus. I, I want to so bad say to Disney Plus, how can you gotta deny us? That. I got to see that. Don't you want to? Like, I imagine the Internet should have it somewhere, but it was. Aired no, I, I think one Luke, time. Lucas, like he. It has a key and a lock. Now nah, he knew. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, they'll never take me seriously again if anybody yeah, gets wind of this. Five billion dollars later, he's like, nobody's seeing Yo, that thing. No man. Yeah, B. Arthur had the only other copy. It's with It'll her. It'll be in her like grave. When, he, when he passes away, we'll finally get it. Get to see <laughs> this horrendous. I, I, I wonder if Disney owns. I, I know Disney bought everything. I wonder if he just said, but not I that. wonder if not if that. they got that or not. Not that. That Maybe he just never recorded it. Maybe it was never recorded. That's early enough that it might no, just well, it's not gotta have be on, been recorded. It's got to be on. It's got to be on tape or something. Yeah, nobody had VHS back then. No, I mean it's got to be on reels or so, it's got to be. Do you on know something. how much stuff is lost that has got to be on reels that isn't like almost an entire decade? Was it live? It wasn't live, so it's got to be. No, I didn't see it. I was I was one. I was a half year old. That's like the. All I know is that when I was described like to me that Princess was Leia Wars, uh, singing Christmas carols in full Leia gear, and you're also talking about B. Arthur as a bartender, how did that? I mean, yeah, that's what, what do you think? The is more memes, valuable. The memes alone of B. Arthur as a bartender in the cantina. I mean, come on, we, we've been robbed, people. I think we need to express outrage. You got one? I do. Who is Kanye West performing with at Yankee Stadium this May? Joel Osteen. <laughs> Joel Osteen. <laughs> I hate that guy. Guy is such a freaking. The best Joel Osteen fraud. thing is like, send me your money so we can help people. 
Oh, Wait, there's, there's a flood. This, there's a huge it. flood. We, we need, need people in your church. Like, Do no, not bring them to yo, my church. No one is stepping foot in that church. <laughs> Let me explain this to you. Those doors are locked. But wait, we gave you we gave you millions for that. In this in this mega church can can for house these like people this. for. Oh no 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 uh, no, 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 no. no! Do not bring no, them no, no, to no, my no. mega Let church. Let me explain <laughs> this to you. Doors are closed. Yeah, you gave me that money. My money. My money. This is my church. My church. And nobody comes in. My nobody church. comes in. You pay. These people have no money. They don't come in. So what do you think? Who goes? First of all, who goes to this? Joel Olstein, Kanye. Are these Kanye West fans or are these? There's Kanye Trump, West fans. Are these Trump fans? I don't know, man. I don't you don't know. know. I, you I, already I, know whatever wrapped your head around. I, I know where I'm not going to be when that goes it's down. It's going to sell out. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is it going to sell out? Oh, I hope not. I would just. I don't. I wouldn't even know what to say. I really wouldn't know what Will to say. Will there be a tour? Oh, why are you doing this Will to they me? make it's t-shirts? The worst thing ever. Pro- oh, yeah. They will make yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, they will make t-shirts. Yeah, yes, make yes. T-shirts. Yeah, if you want a Joel Osteen Kanye West there collab t-shirt. There will be a $50 t-shirt. t-shirt. There yeah. will be a $100 $50 sweatshirt. T-shirt. That's something ignorant. <laughs> you got a favorite Kanye West song? Does that exist Absolutely. in your world? It's oh, not yeah? even close. We don't care. Oh, that's a good one. Favorite he sings by, that? By a mile. Yeah. Yeah, he wow. does sing that. Off of uh, College Dropout, I believe, is the name of the album. Back when Kanye was Kanye. Uh, okay, what do you think? Uh, you think are it, we allowed to play it for the last song? Sure, why not? No, I'm sure we are, but I'm asking, what do you think his most heard song is? Oh, it's Gold Digger. No? Yeah, that, well, I don't know. Because that's not even showing up in his top ten, but that doesn't mean anything because now it's, it's hard to deal with... Uh, well, is it stronger? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm seeing is 623 million plays. Uh, 620 is five, Kanye's best song is seconds. We Don't Care. His second best song is Gold Digger. That is also Jamie uh, Fox's best, Fox best song. And the the song is actually pretty good that they sample from. I don't know it off the top of my head, mm. but that. Oh, Ray Charles? Yeah. Is that, yeah. It's that, definitely Ray Charles. That's a good song, yeah. too. Can't, well, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name of that song. All right, here's a good one. Uh, known for entertaining. Did you ask me a question? I answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I gave you Joel. You got Joel. Oh, yes, I heard. That's only because I knew it. Uh, known for entertaining uh, for his entertaining science shows. Who started his career as a Steve Martin lookalike in the 1970s? In the 70s, I don't think Mr. Wizard looked like Steve Martin in the 70s. <laughs> I love Mr. Wizard. I was hoping you'd mention him. Bill Nye. Yes. <laughs> there's two guys. <laughs> there's two guys. And he's, well, there's three. There's uh, there's also Ty- Neil Tyson's Crosby's oh, black. Oh, and he yeah, probably yeah. didn't do a Steve Martin lookalike in the 70s, although it would have been funny. Yeah. yeah, no, Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, got his start in show business. Uh, he was apparently, like, rejected from a bunch of academic institutions. But somebody's like, hey, you know, you kind of look like Steve Martin. We're looking for lookalikes to do these celebrity parties. How'd you like to do that? Sure. Okay. So that's how we got. That's how we got stuck with Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> we got stuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Mr. Wizard. Oh, oh me too. Uh, me uh, too. Uh, I, I like fan. science in general. All right. So that's it for episode one thirty nine of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. For oh, Nick, yeah. my name is Drew. We'll see you next week. I got the perfect song for the kids to sing. And all my people that's drug dealing just to get by. Stack your money till it This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. We weren't supposed to make it past 25. Jokes.
If this is your first time hearing this, you are about to experience something so cold. We never had nothing handed, took nothing for granted, took nothing from no man. Man, I'm my own man. But as a shorty, I looked up to the dope man. Only a dope man, I knew that wasn't broke, man. Flick and start a coach, man. Man, you don't know, man. We don't care what people say. For my niggas outside all winter Cause this summer they ain't finna Stay next summer I'm finna Sitting in the hood like community colleges This dope money here is little Trey scholarship Cause ain't no tuition for having no ambition And ain't no loans for sitting your ass at home So we forced to sell crack rap and get a job You gotta do something and your ass is grown Drug dealing just to get by Stack your money till it gets sky high Nine to five to still hustle Cause a nigga can't shine All 655 And everybody selling makeup Jacobs and bootleg tapes Just to get they cake up We put shit on layaway Then come back We claim other people Kids on our income tax We take that money Cop work Then push packs to get paid And we don't care what people say Mama say she wanna move south Scratching lottery tickets Eyes on a new house Around the same time Joe ran up in dual house and get a job. So since he couldn't get work, he figured he'd take work. The drug game, believe me, it's hard to get weight. So niggas' money is homo, it's hard to get straight. But we gon' keep baking till the day we get cake. And we don't care what people say. My niggas drug dealing just to get by. Yeah. Stack your money till it gets Gonna act the fool when you stop the programs for after school. And they DCFS, some of them dyslexic. They favorite 50 cents on 12 questions. We scream, watch blows, we par. See, now we smart. We ain't retards the way teachers start. Hold up, hold fast. We make more cash. Now tell my mama I belong in that slow class. Sad enough, we on welfare. You trying to put me on a school bus with the space for the wheelchair. I'm trying to get the car with the chromey wheels here. You trying to cut our lights out like we don't live here. Look who was handed us. Fathers abandoned us. When we get them hammers, gonna call the ambulance. Sometimes I feel no one in this world understands us. But we don't care what people say. My niggas. Drug dealing just to get by. 